Ficta Inferno is explicit in every way. So I just reminded Saya which chapter we were on for Handbook for Mortals. She's not happy that I remember. No. There is nothing more angering than this book. I don't know why it makes me so mad. It just does. Well, again, it was dishonestly published, and it's just annoying as fuck. More annoying than the fanfiction. Yeah, way more annoying than the fanfiction. Far more annoying this than the This one I can't even laugh at when it gets bad. Oh, yeah. Because, again, this was actually published. This was actually published, and this is... This is the type of person that you just want to punch so hard in the fucking teeth mm -hmm. that now this is going to put me in a bad mood for the rest of the day. Oh shit, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, this is chapter two, The Hermit. The Hermit that it's meeting is... The Hermit suggests that you are in a phase of introspection where you are drawing your attention inwards and looking for answers within. You are in need of a period of inner reflection away from the current demands of your position. And as we know, like, we're pretty sure that Lanny Serum just took the... Lanny. Lanny. <laughs> Lanny. Lanny Serum just took the definition straight from the wiki and just implied it to whatever chapter she wanted, I guess. I'm at least 12% sure that... It's just, yeah, it's just the wiki definition of what the card means. Like, it's not going to be upside down. It's not going to have any other deeper meaning. It's just going to be... What the card verbatim. means. Verbatim. Yeah, verbatim what it means. <laughs> Nothing else. So, I guess I'll start it off since this book hurts you. Okay. <clears throat> After what felt like hours of small talk and business conversations, I finally found myself sitting in the theater, off on my own for a moment. That was a weird period. The comma. That was weird. Everyone else was still there, hovering around, mingling, but they all had moved on to other conversations amongst themselves. Oh no, they're not giving you attention? I had been told by Beth to wait for her to come back with paperwork. I needed to fill out. Wait. I had been told by Beth to wait for her to come back with paperwork I needed to fill out. There should be a comma somewhere in there. I feel like... Or just... You can just... <laughs> you can just have it be, I had been told by Beth to wait for her to come back with paperwork. Yeah, that works too. So I had sat down in one of the theater seats. I felt my legs relax a little and let my body sink into the cushion. I breathed in deeply as I... There's a lot of eyes in here. There's, there's so many eyes. There's so many eyes, Saya. <laughs> Not like physical eyes, just a lot of... Can I have you be the eye counter real quick? Oh god, I'm gonna lose count. So I'm just gonna start here. Well, from the beginning, there's one, two, three, four. That's just in the first paragraph. No, I, can, five. I can see so many in this next one. It's Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. 19. I kind of want to compare this to another book that is first person just to see how many eyes we find in like a paragraph. Ooh, I have a... I have World War Z in here. Hand that to me. 
Sorry, we're just going on a little detour here because I really, again, I just want to stress it because I like, I need to know. Because I swear, whenever I've read first person narratives. It's like an interview setup if you know what the book is like. Yeah. Um, it's more, of, I would consider it more of a second person because they're referring to like groups of people. But okay, so one because I'm also counting I'd, two, three. That's just in one paragraph, but that's a short paragraph, but here's a longer one. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. Here is a longer paragraph that's probably the same size as this one. One, two, three, four, five, Six, seven. Seven to what? Sixteen? Nineteen. Oh. Almost twenty. But then again, I counted it all on the same page. Yes. But at the same time, okay, let's see. That was seven in that one paragraph. And then in this upcoming paragraph, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. That was only in that one. Yeah. 16 and 1 versus 7, seven and they're one. roughly the same size. <laughs> and I know, like, that's more of an interview interview setup, but at the same st same time, they're telling a story in from the, the eye. Yeah, the eye perspective. This one is just... Me, me, me. <sighs> we get it, Lanny. I had been so nervous about the audition that I had barely slept. Sitting down, I realized how tired I actually was. I thought how lovely I would feel if I had a blanket I could wrap around myself. I'd just curl up in a ball and no one would ever know I was there. I could feel myself star starting to doze off, but I was trying to fight it since the last thing I wanted was to be asleep when Beth returned. That would be pretty embarrassing and not be the best first impression to make on everyone. Even so, I'm pretty sure, despite all my fighting, that I'd that I had actually drifted off for a second before Cam walked up. Okay. Yes. Hey there, Sleeping Beauty. Cam said softly. Oh, that's kind of creepy. Oh wait, no, this is the one character yeah. who had that whole paragraph pretty much <laughs> sucking their dick. Yeah. He's supposed to be like really attractive, but. Zaid wouldn't date him. I totally forgot her name. She's attractive Zaid. Zaday. Shabadoo. Shabadabadingdong. Shabadabadingdong. Zadadadadingdong. That's just gonna be her name. Cam said softly after lightly touching my shoulder and sitting down next to me. It looked like you met everyone that works here today. The line to say hello to you for... Wait, the line to say hello to you after your performance resembled an autograph signing by a boy band. I don't really know what the latest one is, but Backstreet, but Backstreet, Five Directions, One Second of Winter, 98 Celsius, O-City, Sync Boys, or Old Kids on the Curb, or something like that. Why can't you just use existing band names? Is that- Hold on, hold on. Yeah. I laughed hard at his combo of wrong boy band names and his clear indication that he knew all the boy bands. The joke is that he's purposefully calling them the wrong names. But then she had to spell out the joke. 
This is a joke that, like, my fucking dad would tell. That's when you, you the thing is, you wouldn't name off all of these guys. No. You would just, you would just do, like, the popular, like, you could have just left it at Backstreet. Well, Backstreet. My is dad on, would probably be, like, Five Directions. It's probably just say the five, one he would say. Just say Five Directions in one second of winter. Yeah. But also, my dad's, like, fucking 55. Exactly. He's not however young Cam is. Like in his 20s. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the fact that she had to spell it out. He purposely had made the small wrong switches in their names. Thanks for explaining the fucking joke! What perhaps made it funnier was the fact that he was pretty enough to be in any of those bands. Oh, oh my god, my I literally do not fucking care. I don't. We already know. It feels like I met enough people to fill a concert for all those bands put together. It'll take a bit for me to learn everyone's names, though. Of course, Cam nodded. They all just met one person. You just met 200 people. Is there really that many people in a show? Depending on the show. Yes, depending on the show. But it's, it sounds like it's a really big show. And it's 200 people, like, including people in the backstage of it. Is what it's sounding like. I know, but that's... But you also know, like, there are other acts. There are other acts, but that I'm more relating to this that, you know, how a movie is made. Like, when we're in production, fucking visual effects and editors aren't showing up to physical set unless they need clean plates. But then they're only there for, like, you know, a couple minutes. At the same time, it again, everyone who... Anyone who has ever worked on the show is just there. Yeah. Everyone. So it's like... Because it... And it's not just including, like, people who are, like, um... Like, in the show blacks. It's also, like... It sounds like it's including people who work on costumes, who work on makeup. Like, is accounting here? I guess. Why would accounting need to be there? Because she's so special. I know. <laughs> um, the people who work the concession stands. The people who sweep the floor... People who clean up after the elephant. Yes. The elephant themselves. <laughs> ready to stamp over her. So it's like, yes, a show may have 200 people behind it, but they're definitely not going to have 200 people in front of it. Yeah. But no, it's like they're saying like Unless, 200 everyone. Yeah, 200. Like fucking payroll is there for Lord knows what reason. Again, like, everyone had to be summoned for some reason. I don't know why. Like, Said we, nobody fucking ever. We went over this in the last yeah. one, too. Like, everyone had to be summoned. It's annoying. And even when I've been to professional concerts, like, when I see them changing for sets, so, like, I think when they built the stage for Ghost after the other band... There was only, like, six of them. Again. Plus the techs. They each have one tech. Again, this is coming from someone who probably has never, like, done a Vegas show. Or who has, like, a very generalized view of a Vegas show. Or who, I don't know. But if she's know. worked with all these huge, massive bands and... I know. You know... I'm talking about, I'm talking about, like, one hell of a stage here. A ghost show is very... 
grand. You know, and if there's fucking six, seven people building it, just themselves. Like, 200? Let's keep reading. No, I hate this book. No. Fuck this book. No one's expecting you to know their names yet. You just have to know the important ones, like mine. Oh, fuck off, Cam. Cam smiled and flashed his full set of pearly whites. Why am I just... His teeth are literal pearls. He's yeah. a clown. He is a clown. <laughs> He's just a human body with a clam head. It's like the ham... It's like the ha- It's not the hamburglar, but it's like the actual... Isn't there a character who has a hamburger head? Mayor McCheese. Yeah, it's he's Mayor McCheese. <laughs> For the clam. <laughs> yeah. He's just a clam. I don't even think he's gonna have a body. He's just a clam. Just a giant clam. Uh, who are you? Cam frowned and pretend to look hurt. I laughed again before proving that I did remember his name. What at thanks. least. Your name I remember? How could I forget? Cam, it's short for Cameron. Wait, is it short for Cameron? He nodded. No, it's short for Camdis. <laughs> Camothy. Camothy. <laughs> he nodded. Yeah, it is. Most of us get our names shortened or get nicknames around here. See? You're good then. Well, maybe you should know Charles' name, too. Then you're definitely good. Cam shrugged a little and nudged my arm. Yep, I'll start calling everyone else darling like any good southern girl would. Cam chuckled at my response. Sounds like a plan. You know, you could just say Cam chuckled. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Cam chuckled at my response. Sounds like a plan. Are you staying tonight to watch the show? Just do Cam chuckled. Sounds like a plan. Are you staying tonight to watch the show? I mean, he could have chuckled at someone else. He could have chuckled at someone slipping on banana peel. <laughs> it's a big problem with the chimpanzee that's addicted to nicotine. <laughs> See, I came up with something so much better. You did. <laughs> Even though I'm pretty sure I got that from The Simpsons. Probably. Oh yeah, Mr. Teeny was addicted to cigarettes. <laughs> Cam Yeah, I think so. I told I was told I should stay and see it tonight. Right now I'm waiting on Beth to bring back some paperwork. I have to fill out. Just say I'm waiting on Beth to bring back some paperwork. And then I think my first official day is next week. Just waiting on drug tests and stuff. We're gonna find out how much LSD you fucking on now, bitch. <laughs> Ahem. Cam and I both looked up to see Max standing directly in front of us, holding a clipboard pressed against his stomach. He still looked angry. That's how nobody carries a clipboard, thank you. He's holding it against his pregnant belly. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's alien pregnant, like in The Sims. Yeah. (laughs) That's my headcanon now, for some reason. You can tell he's the main love interest by this next whole paragraph. He still looked angry and bothered for reasons I had yet to figure out. It's because you totally, like, you totally disregarded any safety protocols yep. and didn't tell him anything. And he's mad because it's like it's his job to keep people on the set safe, including you, including you. But of course, he's going to be the asshole. I looked at him with my eyes narrowed, and he puckered his lips together in a manner that resembled a very fake smile. Wait, puckered? It's not working. That's not how that works. Mm-hmm. That's not how faces work, Lainey. Um. 
He looked down at his clipboard as if he was reading something important before looking back at me and then Cam. Cam, don't you have work to be doing? Max suggested his tone swift and surely, surly. Cam grinned unbothered, just checking on the new girl. She seems to be fine, Max snapped. I wanted to ask him if he if it had been absolutely necessary to be so rude, but figured Cam was a big boy who could stick up for himself. As annoyed as I was, I couldn't help but notice how piercing Max's deep hazel eyes were when he looked at me, despite the anger that was engulfing him. Not a description I would use for hazel eyes. Piercing is more blue, green, and gray. Yeah. <laughs> Cam stood up, looking a little confused. I could tell he wasn't accustomed to Mac acting that way, confirming that Mac's odd behavior was related to me. Why is this just... Again, it's just info dumping. There's no story. It's just an info dump. <laughs> What's up with you? Cam said to Mac in a hushed wit. No. What's up with you? <laughs> Cam said to Mac in a hushed whisper with a glare that resembled the unspoken word chill. Cam then loudly said, right boss, in a very sarcastic manner before turning to me. Well, Zade, glad to have you aboard. I look forward to working with you. Thanks, darling. I smiled as I winked. Me too. Cam began to walk away after only a few steps. Wait. Cam began to walk away. After only a few steps, he turned around and called back. Feel free to come hang out on the grid with me during the show tonight. It's a cool view from up there. He pointed up toward the grid directly above us. I smiled again and nodded. Sounds good. Cam waved and winked at me before turning back around and disappearing through one of the stage entrances, which in this scenario was an exit. Okay. I have a question, and I don't know if it's because I've never seen one of these stages in real life. In the the in the in the in the round. Yeah. Yeah. Where the fuck is the entrance and exit to the stage? I'm going to assume that there's probably like kind of trappish doors looking. I'm assuming that there's like stairs or something that lead down. Yeah. That's what I'm assuming. But, but at the same time, I don't know. Yeah. It's like she describes everything but that. Because it obviously doesn't have, you know, a regular... Stage right, stage left. Yeah. It's, again, in the round. Which means if you have 360 degrees of seats, there's not... Except for, like, the entrance as to how the, you know, the patrons get in. Mm-hmm. They probably have, like, multiple yeah. on either side or something. I don't know how it would but work. But again, that would just be how the patrons get in them. Do they have, like, in-the-round stages at a regular Vegas casino? I don't know. Just because, like, when I think about in-the-round, I kind of think of... You can't do a lot technically within the round. I was going to say, within the round, I was. it seems more like what you'd have at a circus tent. Uh, for obvious that, reasons. Um, if you're not doing, or if you're doing theater that doesn't require, like, lights and a bunch of e entering and exiting and something along the lines of, like, a dramatic reading of Shakespeare, you know, or a one act that doesn't require a lot. I'm so curious now, because... I'm just curious. Again, like, she explained it. Like, she explains everything else. Yeah. Like, everything else. I mean, she explained the family home that Zade has wrong. 
Like, she compared it to Tara, but when I brought up a picture of Tara, I'm like, the way she described it and the way that it looks, it does not look the same. No. And then the In The Round Theater, it's like... I think I've seen one also for, like, small orchestra shows. Yeah. It's... Well, there's not much to look at with an orchestra show and all that, but the sound probably travels a lot. Yeah. Smoother or something. It probably travels better that way. Um, but... I'm just trying to, like, actually picture, like... Because when I think of, like, in the round, there's, like, usually entrances on, like, one side or another side. Yeah. But if it this is attached to a building... Yeah. You know, how do you exit stage to get... I mean, the only other thing that I can think of that's basically in the round is, like... You know, like, this, like a stadium? Yeah. Like, the U.S. Bank Stadium... But they also don't have to worry about things that would be in, like, a regular theater. Yeah. Because if you're going... And this is, this is like, specific to any theater that exists, because any theater that exists has multiple different kinds of shows that need to be there. You also need to have, like... If this is specifically for that... That thing, though, but, like... Vegas shows usually go with, like... They switch out. Yeah. Don't they? Like, I don't know, like, Britney has, she had a show going in Vegas for a while. Well, I mean, you wouldn't keep selling if you had the same, the show. exact same show years but, and years and years and years in a row. I mean, what I think happens is, like, they, like, they don't do, do they do it all year round or do they do it for a portion of the year? I don't know. But is this, is this also the thing where, like, there is more than one show happening in the same theater? It sounds like this theater in particular, it's just that show. Yeah. It doesn't sound around. Like, it sounds like it hasn't changed at all yeah. up until Zade came up. Well, and they've been going at it for, like, what, 10, 12 years? Well, the, the guy specifically got money to build the theater like this. It was 10 years because... Mac was 18 when he started, and he's 28 now. Yeah. So that means that they've either been doing the same show or a similar show and haven't updated... Anything. Anything. For 10 years. Yes. Which would be theater suicide, not gonna lie. Well, I mean, like, because... Well, when I want to think about other acts, like, Chris Angel had a act going on in Vegas for a long time, and then... I don't think... Does he still have an, a show going on anymore? I don't know. I want to look this up. Hold on. Do you want to take over reading? Sure. I'll look this up. <laughs> Nate sent me a good theme. Uh, I turned back to face Mac, who was looking at me was still a visible annoyance that hadn't seemed to lighten one bit. Okay, another example of, like, in the round is the Tournament of Kings in Las Vegas. Which is, like, a renaissance-type thing. Yeah. But I don't know how... She did not do a good job. Okay. I guess what I would expect, then, would... There's probably exits in like exits and entrances like in the side of the like the round area itself sure 
but she said that there was a platform in the middle of it. Yeah. I'm so confused. And it fits like a ass ton of people. Like, again, US Bank Stadium levels of it, which I wouldn't expect all of them to be filled up every night. No. Because if you've had the same show for 10 years. <laughs> I mean, ooh. This is like one of the theaters in Vegas. Can we picture that one? Yeah, let's picture that let's one. Let's picture this one. Maybe I'll put the. I'm gonna save this photo. That's cool. I like this one. I like this. I'm picturing this now. I had to find an actual picture to picture the thing. Cool. Hopefully I wasn't interrupting something important, Max said, with no attempt at feigning actual sincerity. Much it, like me reading this story. It really wasn't that important. I could tell he didn't care that he had interrupted or that he had been rude. You just basically described that. You're re-describing. Just kindness, I responded. I don't think he expected my answer to be truthful, and he looked taken aback. I have questions about that, but I literally can't formulate them because that was so stupid. She's just stupid. He had probably expected me to say, oh, no worries, nothing important. He made no comment, but backed off a little. When he continued talking, he had a bit less snap in his voice. Even if this was a script, it's fucking bad. Yeah. Again, I can tell where this... Again, I can tell where this was once a script. I can too, but I can also tell how fucking bad it would read. Yeah. Uh, it'd be on the same bad levels of a hospital chicken. Oh, God. I'd like to schedule a crew call for you once your contract has been signed. You, me, and all of our techs so we can go over your trick and map out how it will be safely implemented. That's not what a crew call is. No. 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 A crew call is just crew. It has nothing to do with performers. Maybe some stand-ins, but... <laughs> he knew that calling what I had done a trick. He knew that calling what I had done a trick instead of an illusion, I would take as a slight. What? We have not had this explained until now. No. So she thinks he's trying to insult her for doing a trick when it's in fact an illusion. It sounds like... What? It sounds like um, when people say Van Gogh and then someone has to, like, correct them and say Van Gogh. Right? Yeah. It's sort of like telling someone who just won an Olympic gold medal and was proudly wearing it around their neck that their necklace was cute. Not really. No. No. Because an Olympic gold medalist actually fucking earned it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're decently humble about what they've done. They've gone their whole life training for this moment. Yeah. They're not a fucking asshole. We hope. I mean, not every person is every person's cup of tea, but 
you know, when you listen to what they've gone through and how far they've pushed themselves, it's incredible. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, you give them respect even if you don't like them personality-wise. <sighs> Mac kept incessantly tapping his sharpie on the side of his clipboard and shifting his weight between his feet. Is this important? Right? Like, I guess this could be a way to portray he's being impatient, but she's just gonna say he's being impatient yeah. for the next Like, she's just gonna say something like that. I stood up slowly and calculated. I can see where this paragraph is going, and it's so fucking annoying. Is she gonna put him in his place? Looking him square in the eye, which probably surprised him a bit, since he was at least six feet tall. I've always enjoyed the luxury of being a tall girl. I'm five foot nine inches. And so while I don't usually tower above any guys I know, I can definitely look them directly in the eye. Most girls who at five feet five inches, which I believe is an average height for a woman, have to look up. My height was an advantage that I never took for granted and here, again, I was happy that I didn't have to look up to him. Figuratively or literally. You know, there are short women who can very much demand respect. Also, I have a cousin who's that tall. Like, kind I'm of. I'm fucking 5'8. I'm 5. Yeah, 5'8, five, 5'7. Five, <laughs> so she's like an inch taller. Yeah. I'm just really trying to think. Because the way she's saying is that, like, every guy she knows is, like, over six feet. When I'm like, most guys that I know are, like, at my height. Little taller. I Like, either at my height or a little. And heels, I could <laughs> even be as tall or taller than him. And I've always loved that part about being the height I am. I half smiled and slowly spoke. Maybe you misunderstood. I don't show anyone how it's done. That wasn't just for the audition. I handled this illusion on my own. Mac held still for a moment and then glanced up from his clipboard, looking irritated. Anyone would. Mm -hmm. Especially being spoken to like this. You know, that's the other thing that gets me. Mac's worked there for however many... He's worked there since kind of the beginning. I feel like he kind of has clout in the sense of... If someone's being a dipshit to him... He's yeah. going to, like, tell Charles, like, I don't think this person's, like, a good fit for the show because they're acting hostile towards me Yep. as someone who is in charge of the safety of the crew. You could get your whole show shut down. Yeah. The whole- what I'm trying to get at is, like, I feel like if Max, like- I know why spell- like, I already know how the book plays out- I know why Spellman is all like, oh, I trust Zayn more, so to speak. And it's so stupid because, like, it's just stupid. <laughs> I'm I'm at this whole, like, yeah, I, I kind of, sometimes I'm like, seniority is bullshit, but at the same time, I feel like Mac has earned at least Spellman's trust and everyone's trust to the point where, like, they'd listen to him. Like, it's not seniority based on because he's been there the longest. It's more of, like, 
it's because he's worked with everyone and he knows everyone and everyone seems to generally like him. But there's also something that they're forgetting here, like I just said. Yeah. If if there's something not safe about an act, they well, can lose their whole show. Like, the whole thing can be gone. I think even Crimson Rogue kind of, like, went off on a tangent on that, like, during this part in his review. Like, yeah, like, your whole show could be gone if you do this thing. So... If you if you want to undermine your safety director, I don't feel like that's a good idea. It's a big no-no. Uh, he pursed his lips and flared his nostrils. The tapping stopped. He dropped the clipboard from his pregnant belly and held it in his hand while pointing his finger directly in my face. The thing is, this can actually get you in trouble, too. Yeah. When you do that, you could actually be... Not necessarily assault, but like it's like threatening. Yeah, no, it's. I know this. I know. I just know this because, um, we're at one of the places where I used to work. Uh, my like the owner of the store I worked at. He did this to someone, and she was like, she she was like, you know, I can get you in trouble for that. It's considered like a threatening gesture. It is a threatening gesture. So Mac doing this, that can get him in trouble. Like. I'm wagging my finger in front of Saya's face. Him doing that can get him in trouble. Enough to lose a whole show? No. No. Enough to probably lose his, like, either face a harassment charge at work or something. And maybe lose his job? Yeah. Listen, lady, I don't know who else you worked for, but we don't let that, we don't do that Lone Ranger stuff around here. What? It's not even related. <laughs> no. Well, Lone Ranger, alone, alone. I'm the technical director and in charge of everyone's safety, no matter how stupid you want to be. You do what I say, and I keep you pretty, keep your pretty self from getting hurt. Got it? I'm fairly certain he growled as he spoke, as he, at me as he spoke. This is like supposed to be sexy, but it's not. No. It's just weird. <laughs> Myriad thoughts ran through my head, and I'm pretty sure several seconds passed in silence as we stared each other down. I could feel my hands tightening to fists. I really did want to punch him. I could see it happening. I'm not strong by any means, but I'm also not a wimp. I wouldn't have broken anything, but he wouldn't have been bruised and so but he would have been bruised and sore. I quickly ran through the possible outcomes of punching the technical direct You're gonna get fired and arrested. Yeah, that's assault. Yeah. On my first day of work, it didn't really seem to be the best idea. Oh, really? Yeah, nah. Yeah, yeah nah. Yeah, nah. I leaned into him so closely that it might have looked like an out to an outsider that I was about to kiss him. Ew. That's not appropriate at work. No. Like no matter what, like that's like super close. Where it's like you do. You, this you. is this is like that forced nonsense. Guys, I'm calling HR. So you know this would not be an exchange you would have with anyone at work. Nope. I huffed a little, and my words were slow and deliberate. I understand this is your job and all, but I don't think you're listening to me. I hissed. She's having a hissy fit over him at like just saying you need to tell me how it's done. Mm -hmm. For your safety. Yep. I tapped his chest with my finger and he jolted a bit at my touch. Assault. 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 Because this isn't a reaction to his. 
This is you deliberately. This is you deliberately poking him, touching him. Yep. You're touch. You're put. You're literally putting your hand on him. That's assault. You're gonna get in trouble. Um. He looked at me like I was speaking some kind of foreign language. I'm not listening, lady. You need your ears clean. He snarled back. He turned around to walk away as if this that was the end of the conversation. He was trying to piss me off more. It was working. Um, I'm sorry. He's your fucking superior. Hold on. I grabbed him by the shoulder, stopping him in his tracks and swinging him around to face me. Assault! In the workplace! Mm -hmm. And she's not even fully signed on yet. She hasn't even signed the rest of the contracts. No, she hasn't. This can be grounds for just booting your ass out of here and blacklisting you from Vegas. She is literally, like, we know that's not going to happen, but, like, again, this is, like, not cool. There's a difference between, you know, standing up for your workplace rights and assaulting a superior. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my face had flushed and I'd raised my voice to a full yell. Now she's yelling at him mm -hmm. in the face. I'm crying by now, because I'm just like, just trying to do my fucking job. And you need to get some manners. I'm not showing you how it's done, okay? If I have a problem, I can go to another show where the technical director doesn't have a god complex. This isn't a god complex. No. This is called you're gonna lose your whole fucking show if you're not safe. Stop it. She can go to another show. Then why did she come to this one? Is Charles Stoneman. That was the he's literally the only reason that she has a chance at this. No other place is gonna hire her without any sort of, like, actual background. Yeah. They're just gonna be like, okay, you can start here. They're gonna have her start at the lowest part. She's not gonna get her own show. Um... I'm not a girl who needs a knight in shining armor. He's not trying to be. No, he's not. He's trying to do his job! He's just trying to do his job! His job! It's just his job! <laughs> God! This is just as annoying as them not letting Owen Wilson say, Wow, Loki. <laughs> I was practically snarling at him, so you're a rabid dog now. So she's yelling at him. She was using... She's using she's using threatening body language. She's yelling at him. She's using a threatening tone as well. The thing is, if the genders were swapped right here, there'd be like ten. There'd be ten guys trying to hold him back, and he'd be out the door. Yeah. Thank you, Lonnie Serum, for yeah. just further instilling unfair gender roles onto us. Yeah. Everybody still thinks that women are so oppressed and to get back into the kitchen? No. This woman got up in his face, yelled at him, assaulted him multiple times, twice, as, as we've counted, and has used a threatening tone, and nobody's paying attention. Nope. And he's also her superior. Yep. But if you would have reversed this, like Maya just said, Everybody wouldn't be having a shit fit. This is true. So I'm like... Or would it even happen if they were both women? Maybe. Or would Everybody they Everybody would probably be like pulling out their phones for a chick fight. 
I just want to put this... Okay, if someone like me was in the place of Mac, and you know me when I'm under, like, when I'm being yelled at by people, yeah. I cry. Yeah. And it's mostly because I'm fucking angry. And in this case, it's like, I'm trying to hold it back because this is someone I'm going to have... Because this is someone I'm potentially working with, and it's like... Well, I mean, he approached you... Neutral. Like, I need to know how you do your act. And then she was the one who started getting in his face. And then she was the one who got offended because he called her illusion a trick. So, yeah, she's the one portraying the very small dick energy. Mac gritted his teeth, and I looked like he might hit me, but I knew that that really wasn't an option for him. Guys like him didn't hit women no matter how mad we made them. You just don't fucking hit anyone. Just don't hit people. You were just saying you wanted to punch him a few lines ago just to get again because he's like saying he's saying something that you're not agreeing with. That's it. Yeah. That is literally it. And the figure wagging. Yeah. But he didn't actually touch you. You're the one who laid hands on him. Yeah, you didn't actually punch him. But again, this is coming like if you think this is like a small thing, but it's like, no, it's when it comes to workplace stuff, I take it seriously because personally I've been bullied in the workplace by someone who was a superior and nothing was done about her. As far as I know, she still works at the location that I used to work at. <laughs> um, but, but she never like did any of like the, again, like she was never physically like that, like she never grabbed me, she never did anything, but her behavior was inappropriate. Yes. And again, like this is a me thing and this is also a set thing. Where I'm like, I will always be concerned if someone's behavior on in my workplace or on set is inappropriate. He laughed loudly. Ha! Good luck <laughs> finding a technical director who will treat you like the princess princess you clearly think you are. That was a good one. That was a good comeback. Yeah. <laughs> if I found you locked in a tower, I promise I'd leave you there. <laughs> that was even better. She didn't bring up Shining Knight. Mac looked around again and this time saw Riley, who had been standing just a few feet away from us the whole time. Riley was pretending not to be paying too much attention, but you could tell that he had been doing all... Had... He was all... Wait, tell that was all he had been doing. I couldn't blame him. Mac glowered at Riley and barked. Where's CS? Riley, go find Charles now. See, that's where she just wanted a character named, like, with the initial CS, so she could technically have a CS Lewis type thing in here. I'm sorry, CS. I'm sorry, Ghost of C.S. Lewis. You're you're the you're the shitty magician in this whole book. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry we couldn't have a god lion. Sorry we couldn't have like an awesome tree person on the move, right? You know, this is a moment where you could have said, "Copy that." Right. Guys are insults to the stagehands and everyone who does the behind the scenes. Copy that. It's the golden word. It is the golden word. It's the golden rule. <laughs> it's like the golden ratio. <laughs> you know what? What if copy that if you just somehow managed to input that into shapes and stuff and it did come out as the golden ratio? Oh my God. <laughs> Riley replied with a nervous, almost panicked look, panicked look on his face as he ran off to the side and disappeared. I don't know where these people are disappearing to! He ran off to the side and just dematerialized. Everyone standing within earshot suddenly seemed to be looking at the floor, but I could tell that they had been listening to every word. 
So we have multiple people just kind of standing in and listening, but no one interfering. Mm -hmm. Cool. It was almost comical how they all tried to look like they were doing other things. One petite, pixie-like girl who I knew was in the cast, though I didn't know her name, was standing the nearest to me. She had really bright red hair that was short and framed her face. I don't think this person comes back into anything important. I glanced her way and she immediately looked down at her arm and pretended to scratch it over and over with her bright colored nails that were a beautiful shade of teal. She continued to stare at her arm as if there was something wrong with her perfectly tanned skin. She squinted and narrowed her eye. Maybe there is something wrong. Maybe there's a weird mole there. Yeah, Jesus. Dry spot. Or, and narrowed her eyes, never looking up or meeting my gaze. Just walk away! But I'm pretty sure she felt me looking at her the whole time. I could feel my face reddening and I started breathing hard. I was angry and embarrassed to be so shaken up in front of everyone. Matt could have at least tried to talk to me in private, not in front of people I didn't even know okay, yet. Okay, well, your reaction was absolutely not warranted. What he was trying- like, the- okay. He was trying to get information from you. Yes. Information that he probably talks about- that he openly talk- maybe openly talks about with others that work in the show. Because I'm pretty sure, like, everyone knows everything except for, like, the major trade secrets. Mm -hmm. So, like, what you... What I could have seen happening is if we wanted to have a character who has... Because here's the thing, it's like, it's okay to have a character who does this stuff as long as you are very aware what they're doing is shitty. Yes. Because it's okay to have a character who's an extreme brat, like... Again, with, um, Joffrey Lannister, like, George R. R. Martin was gonna be like, oh no, he's a good guy, he's a good guy. No, it's like, we all know Joffrey was a bad guy. And George R. R. Martin also knew he was a bad guy. The, like, the author was aware of the shittiness of this character. It's the same with, like, all these other characters. It's like, if you, it's okay to have a character who acts shitty, as long as you, yourself, as the author, are aware of their actions. And it can be a flaw, and it can be something that they reflect on. Because what you could have done if you were an actual level-headed person and not escalate this is instead of, like, trying to intimidate the shit out of him, you just say, hey, can we talk about this somewhere private? Exactly. Okay, so while on my, uh, bathroom break, uh, Saya pointed out something and <laughs> it was actually in the previous page that I totally forgot and you know what it's so easy to forget everything that happens in this <laughs> I mean she literally forgot a whole paragraph explaining who Cam is but nah he was <laughs> planning on having a gathering with all of the crew members <laughs> to go over the trick he was asked he was telling her that they were gonna schedule that they were going to schedule everyone meeting together so they can go over it so yeah, she just completely reacted <laughs> like a bitch. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, no, he should have had a third person there for his own protection. Not like protection in terms of being beat up, but in terms of if he has to have someone that needs to back him up on something. Then again, going into any conversation, you don't think you need that. No. But at the same time, this might just be my paranoid ass, but it's like always bring someone else in with you just in case. 
but again, they're not going into a private conversation. No. This would just be- This is just her- this- this was him just saying we need to schedule this conversation. Yes. In front of other people. Yes. And then she just blew up. Yes. And then he was just reacting, because, again, she was entering big bitch mode. And as I was saying, it's okay to have characters like this, as long as you're very aware that they're shit like this. But no. I was in his face, stern and loud. Look, it was a part of my deal, end of story. I didn't know Joffrey Barath- seen Joffrey. Yep. Does Mac act like Joffrey? No. There we go. Uh, I didn't know Joffrey Baratheon worked here. <laughs> what is this cat? He looks like an old man. <laughs> it looks like an old man mixed with like a praying mantis. Right. Or a cricket. Oh, cricket. Is so funny. I wondered if Mac even watched Game of Thrones. Don't be an elitist about Game of fucking Thrones, you bitch. <laughs> Hold on, wait. I'm just mad right now. You know what? Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't watch the show. Maybe he actually reads the fucking book. Pretentious snob. <laughs> but hoped he would get my reference to the Child King from the first two seasons who acted well a child given power he didn't deserve or know how to handle hey you know who that sounds like you Zane that sounds like you a child who has power that they don't know how to handle I don't know if this is written here to be ironic but I don't think it is especially when you have to explain it I have to show you this cat now that we're mad. I have to keep like... Oh, I love him and his little smushed up face. Pinocchio. I love Pinocchio. I love him. <laughs> his eyes are so pretty. But no, I I hate having to close the book and explain this every so often. So maybe I should try my ooh-woo voice. <laughs> maybe I should just go with my ooh-woo voice, my aggressive wee ooh-woo voice. <laughs> just for my, my stupid fucking sh elbow like just cut me off on my aggressive voice <laughs> and like as i was saying in my aggressive voice is that if you have to explain your fucking reference you're not doing the whiting white okay because you know what at least twilight at least twilight illusioned romeo and juliet better because you know what that's called it's called a fucking illusion and at least they did it better you're doing it like shite lady serum this whole book is fucking shite. This whole book is shite, but I wouldn't even use it as toilet paper. Right. Even during the pandemic, when toilet paper became a scarcity. I mean, like, I would use this to throw at people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I didn't know if Mac was really a spoiled brat. <clears throat> And I knew I might have been overreacting. Oh, really? Understatement of the year. But I had to protect certain things, and my secrets were definitely among them. Everybody has secrets, I do to do. Yes, we do. <laughs> I turned around and began to storm off. I'm not even sure where I was going to go. Just wanted to leave as fast as I could. I couldn't bear talking to him in front of... 
For one more moment, the anger inside of me was bubbling and I could feel my blood pressure rising to unhealthy levels. Maybe you should talk to a doctor if just... You riled yourself up! Yeah. I had only taken four, four or five pounding steps when Charles appeared from behind one of the black curtains that hung down and around every stage entrance. How many stage entrances? <laughs> I just feel like these stage entrances appear out of di like a different dimension every I single didn't, time. I didn't even really see him walk out, but I felt his presence. He's definitely that kind of man. He had quite possibly been standing behind the curtain the whole time we had been arguing, just listening. Charles called out in a calm, direct, and somehow soothing voice. Zade, hey Zade, come back here, please. <laughs> I instantly stopped. My body felt like it was on fire. I swallowed, took a deep breath, and nodded my head slowly before turning around. I walked over to I walked slowly over to Charles with my own head down. I felt horrible for causing a huge scene. I'd wanted to look professional and put together, and instead I ended up looking like a five-year-old child throwing a temper tantrum. So now you that was a very big shift in mood. That was. Like, I get it, like, you- I get, like, realizing, oh, I was acting like a complete bitch. Like, that was a very big 180 in, like, such a short amount of time I have whiplash again. Right. Like, usually it takes a while for you to realize, oh, I'm acting like a complete asshole. My body- she's still mad. My body felt like it was on fire. I swallowed, took a deep breath, and nodded my head, blah 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 blah. It's not even technically my first day yet, and I've already made this made this huge fool of myself. Understatement of the year. Yes. <laughs> I thought as I edged my way towards Charles, I was more than mortified and I couldn't even look him in the eye, so I looked down at the floor as I shuffled my feet. Again, very bitch. I mean, this is showing how intimidating Charles can be, but at the same time, it's like, it just feels... It feels like, um being thrown from, like, a really hot pan into, like, really cold water. It also feels like, you know, it feels disrespectful. Like, very disrespectful in a sense that, you know, obviously I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, be this way to, like, let's say my supervisor and then be intimidated by my manager. Like, if I've been, and I've never gone at my supervisor in this sense, but if I if I was going at my supervisor, I would probably be going at my manager. Mm -hmm. Like, the behavior would be the same. <laughs> I wouldn't blame if... Blame him if he changed his mind right there and just had me leave this his theater. He should have. But he's not going to. No. My heart was pounding so hard it felt as if it was going to beat out of my chest and my hands fidgeted nervously. Just say your hands fidgeted. We know it's when you use the word fidget, we know you're beat you're nervous. But like the thing that I don't understand here is her blood pressure is rising dangerously, but now she's her heart's racing. Those are not two very... Like, I get over-exaggerating over your own symptoms. I mean, I'm assuming that she's an unreliable narrator at this point. Yeah. Then I get over-exaggerating certain things just to kind of have it 
be over exaggerated. But as I said, like, yeah, it is. It's like whiplash. It's like whiplash. It's like suddenly you're feeling one thing and another, and it's like this. You're not giving me enough time to. The emotions are not the same. So it's like, yes, your blood pressure would be high if you were threatened, you were scared, you that would make you nervous. Yeah. But you just flew off the fucking handle and then went straight to, you know... Dog with its tail between its legs. Yeah. Now, the thing is your blood pressure can also rise. And I've had this, I've had this happen because, uh, Longish story, um, around the time my grandfather died, I was also having some issues with, like, uh, just kind of, like, medical-related issues, nothing too serious. I just had to go to the doctor to get some things checked out. But every time I went, they checked my blood pressure, and it was high. And my thought instantly went, well, like, my grandfather died recently, and so, like, that, like, that's a level of stress that's added onto there, and even if I wasn't exactly feeling the stress in that moment, I'm pretty sure my body was feeling it because, like, yes. again, someone close to me died. And it doesn't leave you feeling good. No. And so, like, when you when you feel your blood pressure, it's very diff. Like, when that happens with your blood pressure, it's very different from, like, your heart beating. Because usually I associate that with, again, like, if your heart is beat, like, pounding like that, it's like, you're terrified. I'm and either, I felt that, yep. I felt that after watching, like, some Ghost Adventures late at night and then having to go to sleep, and I'm like, what's that noise? You know, there, this is, and the reason that I, I bring this up is because there is, you know, full-blown paranoia and anxiety that you and I have experienced where it's like, I can't, I can't. Yeah, I've had that happen recently. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, when, and this is just, between like me and everybody in my life who goes through this, there has never been where I have reacted angrily and then immediately went to anxiety. But here's, but I've had this happen. Like this actually did happen to me recently where I was in full blown panic mode. Like I can't breathe, but then someone starts talking to me and my breathing starts to regulate. Yep. And that's more of distracted. a, yeah. That's what happens when your brain is distracted. It's like, but I've never done like full on anger to full on anxiety. Those are no. like, that's like something where it's like you should maybe talk to a doctor and about even, that if you're experiencing such severe mood swings. And I mean, this is why I take a mood stabilizer mm -hmm. because I can do that. But it'll never be full blown anger to anxiety. It'll be really angry and then I'll be really sad and everywhere in between. I'll I just fly off the handle at you for no reason and then be really sad and be yeah. fine. Yeah. Let's, let's just... Um, everyone in the entire theater had stopped to focus solely on Charles, Mac, and me. Where did Mac come into this again? Mac Where? is just standing there, dumbfounded. Oh. Even those who were, had previously not cared about the spat Mac and I were having, we now also... We're now also watching all of us. Charles looked angry, but his voice was firm and calm. He slowly leaned down and forced his eyes to mine. He reached his hand out and pulled up my chin. Oh. Salt. Right? That's creepy. I hate it when people do that. My mother does that to me, too. I finally allowed my eyes to look up straight into his eyes. He gazed directly at me for what felt like ten years. 
Once he secured my attention, he dropped his hand that had been holding my chin and glared at Mac. His words were spoken slowly and as a matter of fact. When I auditioned Zade, I guaranteed her the privacy to set up her own act. Then you should have spoken to Mac specifically about that. Yes, you should have. Mac calmly answered him. Charles, that isn't up to OSHA requirements. I can't run a show like this. People on this crew have to know how it's done. We have to be involved in the production of it. She needs help with it, I'm sure. How will we even know if something is wrong? This is crazy. We would never do things that way. You've never got, you've got to agree with me. So what he says is 1000% true. Yeah. You wanna know why? You wanna know why, Lanny Serum? Because I'm OSHA certified. OSHA certification right here. In OSHA the certification. Yep. If OSHA comes there and sees that you're not performing to OSHA standards, you will lose everything. Literally. I think she had to have like thought of a step on how to like lie. There has to be a way to lie. Or, like, do something with magic to make them think they know what they're, like, know what's happening. There has to be some sort of way that she can magically do the thing. Or just lie. Yeah. Because, you know, like, if I was in this inst- if I was in this instance, this is, again, like, if either me or if I was writing of this instance, I'm pretty sure my character that I'm writing would be angry. They would be terrified. It's like, oh shit, I didn't think that far. Yeah. I didn't think this far. Sorry. <laughs> I did not think this far on my plans. Um, I'm going to have to pull shit out of my butt and you just, what would have been interesting is if you like, okay, let's make this meeting. And then you spend like the next week trying to figure out how am I going to lie to them? Right. It's like, how am I going to lie to them about this? Because you see OSHA. And then she could have gone to Charles. Yeah. And kind of said, like, hey, you know how you promised me privacy? Um, I need help with that. Because this all comes up later. Hold on. Oh, OSHA. Let me, let me, let me keep going. <sighs> Zeb, who had, been talk who had been talking to the show's lighting director, was just a few feet from us and shot Charles a look. I got the feeling that Zeb was the only person who could have just joined the conversation at will, and in fact, he decided to pipe in. Charles, you know how seldom I agree with Mac, but in this case, I would have to say that he is right. Why would Zeb not agree with Mac? No fucking clue. Charles nodded and looked, nodded at Zeb and looked as if he was giving serious thought to what Mac had just said. I can only imagine the look on my face as I began to panic about what Charles' response would be. My mother was right. What was I thinking? You just didn't- you weren't thinking. No, you weren't. Charles looked directly at Mac before speaking again. Mac, you- Mac, hey, you raise a very <laughs> good points and you are correct. I had no idea what I was going to say. What could I say to turn his- turn this back around? I was still searching for words when Charles continued. So Zade will tell me and only me, right Zade? Right Zade do? Right Zade da 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 He didn't look at me until he finished his sentence. I think it took me a couple of moments to process what he was saying. I didn't really love his idea either, but I could deal with it. 
I knew that he would never push to know the way it was truly done. Even though he should. Yeah. I could just give him... I could give him just enough information to comply. I could make it work. The discussion definitely could have gone a whole lot worse. But why... Why couldn't she tell Mac and the safety crew that? Because she can't reveal the... I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. Ugh. I finally nodded my agreement. The entire theater was watching me. I could hear whispering. I was used to some of that from where I grew up. Oh my god, shut the fuck up! But even so, I wanted to melt into the floor. Finally, I mustered the words. Sure, I'll tell you anything you want to know, but only you. My words were soft, but I looked directly at Charles when I said the only you part. Again, I can see where this was once a script. Yep. Charles began to look around the room. See, children, we can all play in the sandbox at the same time. God, that is so fucking... That's so unsettling. That's unsettling. I feel but unsettled. It feels like... It feels insulting. It does. It felt more like a command than a comment. What he really meant was, show's over, folks. Get back to work now. Charles... Can you just say show's over? No. No. Charles looked back at me. Come into my... Hey, come into my <laughs> office and we can talk about this war. <laughs> I nodded and was about to walk off stage, but I realized he wasn't done talking. I froze in place. It felt like one of the longest moments in my life. Like this book. Yep. And this is only page 48. Shut up. Charles looked at Mac, who seemed to want to be done with this display as much as I did. Hey, Mac talked to Zeb and Beth about how we're integrating Zade's act into the show. He started to turn, but paused mid-motion. Oh, we're cutting the dance illusion. Sophia- <laughs> She disappears. I know. Sophia, who had been standing off to the side with another performer, looked indignantly at Charles. I watched her redden as her eyes got wide. She looked as if she was going to kill someone. I wondered if that someone was Charles or me, or maybe both of us. She gave me one terrible death stare. Don't blame her. This isn't Zade's fault. This is Charles's doing. So I'm guessing it was me before stomping up to Charles. You're cutting my main illusion? She huffed angrily. Charles met her gaze and raised his eyebrow just slightly. I could tell that she didn't intimidate him. Everything was always on his terms, including his relationships. Doesn't that seem kind of weird that he's dating someone in the show? Yeah. It seems kind of um, abusing of power. Yep. Yep. I doubt the words comp compromise. I doubt the word compromise was in his vocabulary. Sounds abusive. It really does. Charles walked closely to her, stroked her face, and took her hand in his. I'm guessing it was meant to be loving, but it looked more like he was brushing her off. Literally. <laughs> Literally <laughs> brushing her off. <laughs> Man, this will give us a chance to develop a new illusion for you to be in, my dear. I'm, I've been doing that silly illusion for way too long anyway. <clears throat> Charles smiled briefly before dropping her hand rather abruptly and walking off. He shouted back towards me. Come, Zane. I'd like to get this ironed out before the show. For show tonight. Back to work, people. Show must go on. If you hadn't heard. Hey. <laughs> I don't know what this accent is. It was Guy Fieri <laughs> at one point, but not anymore. <clears throat> Charles was walking fairly quickly, so I began to follow behind. 
I had to pick up the pace to almost run to catch up with him. I was very grateful that I was able to get away from everyone that had been staring at me for the past few minutes. It truly had felt like the like an eternity, though at the same time, I was dreading what was going to happen. Was I going to be able to handle this? Nervous waves crashed over me and rippled through my entire body. A million thoughts rushed through my head and I felt dizzy and, my, and sick to my stomach. I could feel everyone was watching as we walked toward his office offstage. As we approached his office door, no one said anything until they heard the door thud to a close. It was a big heavy door that made a hard pounding noise when it shut and when I was alone with him. And then I was alone with him. Charles told me to sit down. I did so slowly, feeling my heart pound again and my chest tighten. I swallowed hard. He was facing the wall, but he spoke deliberately. Hey, well, my dear, tell me everything. <laughs> that wasn't actually bad. That whole ending paragraph wasn't bad. Meh, not my favorite, but... It raises the tension. Because what do we expect to hear? What do we expect the next thing to be? You know, she's going to have to explain her way out of this, but... That's what we're expecting that's to happen. What, yeah, that's what we're expecting to happen. So, okay, just explain in detail what do we expect the whole next sentence to be. As in, like, what I would make it be? Or? Just, like, what this is leading up. Like, honestly, it sounds like we're going to have this long talk about what's what's up and just this whole come with me and you'll be in a world of your imagination sort of so, thing i don't know i guess you know if i've got this incredible secret to hide it would be like you know my mouth stumbled for words my brain couldn't find it was my tongue was dry it stuck to the roof of my mouth and it felt like I put a whole mouthful of cotton in. Well, here is chapter three, the Hierophant, and this is what it means. The Hierophant stands for tradition and convention. It can represent marriage in an arranged setup. It can also mean a teacher or counselor who will help in learning education of parents. Wouldn't wouldn't that kind of lead into you thinking that she's going to tell him everything? Oh, yeah, and we're gonna have this explanation of him, of her, them talking, and him kind of becoming like a tutor. Yep. That's not gonna happen, folks! <laughs> Start us off! It took about a week for human resources to process my paperwork and get me set up as an employee. We don't even get to hear what happened. No, we don't. Nope. Even though we all work for the show, we are technically employees of the casino. So they had to do things like background checks. They found my 10 DUIs. <laughs> oh, I'm still driving, I don't know. I've been doing this since I was like 12 when my mom was drunk in the back seat and then I was also a little bit drunk because she gave me some whiskey on the gums. Even though I'm 12 years old, I still have all my baby teeth. <laughs> it worked out well for me, though, since I had to find an apartment. Luckily, the first week I was allowed to stay at the hotel courtesy of Mr. Wynn and Mr. Spellman. God, their names are so fucking dumb. Sorry, Spellman only works in Sabrina the Teenage it Witch. Does. It only works. It only works. I also got some furniture and did all the other really adult things I'd never had to do before. Like what? We don't get to know. 
We don't get to hear about the grueling process of finding, huh, how do I find a new mattress? Right? <laughs> how am I gonna pay for that? What a, just, just, does this apartment have a refrigerator? <laughs> Wait, I need pots and pans? Shit, I've never had to buy pots and pans anymore. How do I do that? Mom, where do I buy them from? Oh, just go look at the thrift store? Okay. Dang, there's a lot of mismatched sets. Um, I'll just take whatever's cheap, man. Oh, fuck. My outlet doesn't work. Ah, shit. I need to get a new couch. Oh, and I need a TV. I never thought about that. Or cable is how much? How much is the internet gonna cost? <laughs> Wait, I can only get this internet here? <laughs> That's a shitty one! Why can't I get the- Oh, it doesn't reach out this far. Wait, you don't allow pets here? Oh, man. And she finds an apartment within a week. <laughs> Lex and laughs in collective adulting. It was starting to sink in that I really was out on my own. The fact that she can afford an apartment by herself at age 25. In Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> this is really funny. This is really funny. <laughs> Out of, look, in a book about magic and shit, this is the most unbelievable thing. No. <laughs> Sorry, this ruined, this ruined, this, um, this is where my suspension of disbelief ends. <laughs> Finally, my first official day as part of the show rolled around. I was so excited that I could feel the energy pumping through my body. I was told to start with wardrobe. We all have a dressing room area that's inside a really big room. Thank you. They are sectioned off smaller rooms, kind of like in a changing room at a clothing store. But the show also has a large wardrobe room where we go for fittings, costumer fixes, etc. I glanced about the room, admiring how all the costumes were kept so neat and tidy on the racks and shelves. Were you expecting them to be all on the ground in right. giant heaping piles of shit? <laughs> the wardrobe department made and maintained the costumes. Yes, that's what they do. I could see some... Again, like... I'm really trying to wrap my head around it because I don't think they would make the costumes on site. No. But I could see where they would have someone there to maintain certain things, but they wouldn't be there all the time. And for most performers, again, through dance, even not through ballroom, like I have friends who do other, all their costumes are kept in their personal homes and brought to the location. So if they need to make a, if something happens, if something happens to one of our costume pieces and we see it like at home, fix. I'm, I'm trying to think in this perspective, if it's a multitude of costumes. Yeah, you bring them all. You bring them all. Yes. I'm really trying to think like maybe there are certain things where it's like, it's just a general thing. It's no one's in specifics costume. It's just a, like, um, I don't know, like, if you're doing something that's, like, a improvised bit. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about here. Maybe there are just, like, some general costumes that people wear. It's so your costumer doesn't fuck you up with someone else. That works too. Because if you're gonna be at a ballroom competition and somebody's fucked up 
what you're gonna wear and you need to be out and around in the next 15-20 minutes, you're fucked. Yeah, imagine if someone's costume got, like, misplaced in, like, that- in all those racks of costumes. So it's like, yes, there is that complete and total, you know, you need to take care of this yourself because you are a performer type thing. Let's keep going. A huge undertaking for the small group of women who worked in the department. Sexist. Oh all... my god, is she trying to, like, imply that it's all, couture, like, couture? I think so. <laughs> all expert seamstresses. They seem to be able to make anything that I found out. Whoops. They seem to be able... To make anything, and I found out that they often made side money doing during Halloween making killer original costumes. They shouldn't even need to work for this yeah. thing if they're making original elaborate costumes. Holy shit. Heidi Klum coming to them and being like, hey. I definitely wanted to have them do something cool for me when Halloween rolled around. This is important. No. Though I never know what to be, I always want a completely recognizable costume that is something so unique that no one else has it. Giant penis coons. <laughs> it dawned on me they could make incredible costumes for the renaissance fairs that I loved going to. Which made my new job in life that much more awesome since I heard Las Vegas had a pretty decent fair that happened yearly in town. I mean, most places, most big places have renaissance fairs. Yeah. Also, um, you know, most renaissance fairs have places where you can get decked out in costume, too. Yep. Also, just, why do you gotta give them so much more work? Right? Like, why are, why is it automatically... When it comes to this, she's just thinking about all the things they can do for her, just versus mentioning it. It's like, this is what her thoughts go to. It's like, oh, they can make me such an awesome costume for Halloween. <laughs> and you know, this author would probably write in, oh, they gave me a discount because I'm so nice. They gave it nice. to me for free. They gave it to me for free because I'm so nice to them. <laughs> God damn, she sounds like a fucking influencer. Yes, having your very own costume designer is a must for any girl. She doesn't have her own costume designer. No. These people work for the casino. They do. I wonder how much of a conflict of interest it would be to make costumes on the side. Probably not much, but... What I'm thinking is, like, they wouldn't be able to make them at the casino. Like, well, at the theater. Yeah. Like, I know, like, going into the context of, oh, they, um... It also implies that they make them together. Yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds like it would be a conflict of interest if they, like, worked at their shop in the casino versus, like, mm -hmm. having their own shop. I hope they have their own shop. I'm I'm assuming that they do it, like, out of their home. But they're all there. Yeah. All the time. Ugh. I found myself nearly naked, standing in front of the wardrobe girl, Lil, who was trying to fit me for my costumes for the show. No way. 
What else were you gonna wear a costume to? The fucking clown show, which you need to be a part of. She's already a fucking clown. She's the fucking entire circus, for fuck's sake. Her grass costume? Grass! Yes, it'll be spectacular. It'll be so much better than what they had at that dinky little high school. It'll be nice, and it'll be made of that nice, like, really, um... Oh, it'll, it won't be just astroturf this time around. It'll be actual grass. It'll be actual grass. And every time I use it, you'll have to replace the grass by hand. <laughs> and there will be sequins. So many sequins that are hand beaded, you'll have to hand bead animals into the grass. <laughs> yes, I know it'll fall out easily as the grass shrivels up and dies, but it will be glorious. And you'll have to hand bead it every time. And yes, you have to do it for free because this is my costume for the show. Grass. Finally, I'm back on top! <laughs> oh, and you actually have to plant actual flowers in the grass. We need to get the actual top surf soil. What do you mean it won't actually grow? What do you mean I'm an idiot? What do you mean leave your office right now? No, you must do this for me instantly. I'm grass, you see. That is all I'll be ever known as. Grass! You'll see my name in lights. Grass! From Oklahoma! <laughs> It'll be much better than I was a tree in fourth grade! <laughs> I thought that was the peak of my career! But no! Grass! <laughs> Thank you. Her full name was Lillian, but she had told me in her first breath to call her Lil, and that only her mom and great aunt Anne called her by her full name. Again, I can see why this was originally a script. I can see where this was originally a script. She talked a lot and fast while smacking her gum. Thanks for, like, telling us this. Like, really, thank you. She continued on about how she only thought her great aunt called her by her full name because her name was Anne and thought that somehow she was kind of named after her. Why is this important? Why is this important? I quickly learned more about Lil than I know about most people I've known for my half. What? I've known about most people. I know about most people I've known for my half my life. Typo! Typo! <laughs> she looked like the stereotypical goth. Black hair, black nails, and more than her fair share of tattoos. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that if you saw her on the street, the last thing you would think is that she made clothes for a living. Actually, that would probably be on my top ten list. Right? Because usually... Okay, this isn't in a... This isn't like a weird... Okay, this might be an assumption, but usually when I see people wear some pretty extravagant like extravagant looking alternative clothing I it's kind of like they've probably made it themselves mm -hmm. or they just know really good like they I, either they made it themselves they know people who make this stuff or they just know how to find this really cool stuff yeah it's most uh, most of the time it's they've made it themselves yeah I wouldn't assume like maybe she does this for a living or maybe she does this on the side or maybe she just does this for fun because Again, there are also cosplayers who make their entire wardrobe and so forth. It's like just, just 
we're just we're just not gonna we're just I, I just omit that that's kind of like I don't know I don't know it feels weird there was something instantly likable about her though which was well enough since I'd had to strip down to my underwear within five minutes of meeting her have you done this for a costume fitting okay um in most in all gowns, whether it be your Latin or your smooth, um, you only wear bottoms when you're getting your fitting. Because it has to be matched to, like, your bra cup size as well. Gotcha. So, less. I'm sure she'd seen the entire cast in their underwear more than once, but it was an odd thing for me to be naked in front of a complete stranger. You should have known this. You should have known this. I didn't have to do this for grass. They just <laughs> measured my height and my width. And then I just wriggled around in it like a worm. I was crazy. I tripped someone. But it didn't matter. I was grass. It was my shining, achieving glory. I don't know where I was going with that. But no. Grass! Lil stood in front of me, measuring each part of my body so she can make costumes as needed. She explained that the department kept detailed records of everyone's measurements. And stool samples and blood samples and <laughs> urine samples and earwax and, and snot. One hair samples. Hair. Toenails. <laughs> all the works. They also know, um, they also know my mother's maiden name, my social security number, the street I grew up on, the name of my first pet. They have all of this. Yes, they do. <laughs> so that when something new needed to be made for a performer, it could be done without a consultation. There should always be a consultation because you don't know how things actually fit on the person. I mean, it's kind of like how it... Well, closest example that I can also bring it that maybe everyone would kind of have a... Well, I shouldn't say everyone, but, you know, like, when you're getting a tailored suit or when you're getting a wedding dress, mm -hmm. specifically with the wedding dress, that's why they have you, like, come in before they say it's finished to try it on so then you can make, like, final adjustments. Yep. Because things could have changed like maybe you gained a little bit more weight or maybe you lost some weight maybe your breast size is weirdly fluctuating because there are brides that are pregnant mm -hmm. and sometimes like their bust gets bigger and it's like yeah sometimes you adjust for like oh the like your stomach bigger being like being bigger but sometimes you'd have to do that last minute thing was like oh my stomach's now like too big for this last time i tried it on so we have to adjust that because that can happen. There can also just still be minor sizing. Yeah. You know, do it doesn't need to be hemmed. It doesn't. Yeah. Height. <laughs> yeah. Specifically, like, well, you'd also like for a costume, it also has to look good. And if you want to, like, let's try like this fabric of pant and try it as like this pant, and then you try it on, it's like the hem on it is weird, yeah. and then you fix it. You know, it's. Unless you have, like, an entire, like, wax mold of people. <laughs> like, a cast. Like, just a body cast of everyone. You're not gonna get, like, a very particular measurement. I think she just wanted to throw that in there so she doesn't have to... I don't know. Stupid. 
She continued to ramble on in her fast, chatty way, and pretty soon I had tuned out the random gossip and focused on my reflection in the mirror. Self-absorbed, are we? The fluorescent light showed off every angle of me as I stood there staring at myself, and then I threw up. Would you fuck me? <laughs> I'd fuck me. <laughs> Sorry, that's all I can think about when they say that! And all I could think of was how white I looked. And I wish some parts of my body were different. Finally, Lil's voice cut through my distraction when she mentioned something about Mac. My lady boner went up immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, I only caught the tail end of what she had said. Not wanting to admit that I had not heard her at all, I quickly changed the subject, even though I genuinely wanted to know the gossip she had spilled about the brooding technical director and the question I did ask came only from minor curiosity. That was a long run on. That was. That's why I had so many pauses. (laughs) Also, um, if you wanted to know, you should have just been paying attention instead of looking at yourself in the mirror. When will my reflection <laughs> Everybody would run away screaming if her reflection showed who she was inside. Oh, shit. Lil, am I assigned directly to you for wardrobe, or will I have a different person every time? You're assigned to me, so you'll come straight to me for any of your costumes. She paused. I mean, there are other women working here, but I'm your girl. Cool. I nodded and smiled at her. Okay, Lil, thanks. I liked that I had someone assigned to me. It made me feel important somehow. No. It's only to prevent confusion. Yeah. Because, <laughs> well, we know there's no other Zade, but like, I don't, she just wants to find any reason to feel important at yes. this point. Like, every. Like, someone winked in her general direction, and she's important now. Um, someone came while masturbating to a picture of what she thought was her, but it wasn't her. It was her mom. (laughs) God, where did that come from? I love your hair, by the way. All the colors look super fab. Oh my fucking god! (laughs) You go to a salon! Oh my fucking god! Lil grabbed chunks of my hair looking at the different colors before I had a chance to respond. Do I get to name drop the- Yeah, just do it, it's in there! Oh no, I just go to Sally Beauty Supply, not sponsored, and get the colors and do it myself. In the little town I'm from, we have one hair salon, and they aren't exactly willing to do anything, in their words, crazy. You know, it does take people knowing how to dye hair to do hair dye. Yes. And usually if you go to a professional salon to get your hair dyed crazy colors, it's going to cost you a bit of money. I put up air quotes as I stress crazy. Don't move. You might have an ass load of pins somewhere around you. (laughs) That's most likely what's holding your costume on at that point. It's probably not even, like, the actual costume costume. Isn't there, like, a... Like, the base sheet of it or something? Mm -hmm. It's not... It's like, um... It's not the... 
it's like a... I've seen it before on Project Runway, where it's like when they... It's like a base... Not like a base coat, but it's like base fabric that you kind of use. So... This is kind of where it gets different when you get into ballroom dancing, is that these ones are made before and then come in fitting your measurements. Because, and here is the gigantic because, um, there's different iterations of things you can wear her, are you in American rhythm or international rhythm? So if you're gonna compete in American rhythm, you cannot wear an international rhythm dress. Okay. Yes, it's very specific. Also, wouldn't her hair color kind of clash with whatever costume she has? Yeah. If if they would even allow you to have your hair down, something True. that's not really allowed in any dance form. I mean, this is a performance on stage, but they would still probably have her hair, like, pinned, like, super secure so it doesn't get in her face or anything. Yeah. Wow, it's so fun. I'll have to have you do my hair sometime. Gag. <laughs> Lil toss your hair around playfully. Again, this is just the author masturbating. <laughs> I'd be happy to do your hair some- anytime. Sometime we should go to Sally and pick out some colors for you. Lil nodded in agreement before leaning over me. She paused for a moment. She seemed to be deciding if she was going to say something or not. I'm pretty sure it was the first time she had stopped talking and taken any sort of breath since I walked in. When she finally did speak again, she spoke slowly and her words seemed much more calculated. So are you excited? She had to calculate her words right. to say like four words. Super excited, I agreed. That was a pretty awesome illusion, she said tentatively. I can see why CS had, like, a special audition just for you. I've never seen them do that for anyone, but you sure brought it. It was just a disappearing act. It was. <laughs> All it, Disappearing, what? reappearing Yeah, act. you want to do something cool, Zadi, to do? Walk on water. Fucking die. Fucking die and bring yourself back to life. Yes. Necromance yourself. <laughs> I'm not good with compliments. Some girls are. Not me, because I am a pick-me girl. Yep. I'm not like other girls. I've always admired those who know what to say and accept them graciously. I normally stammer over the words thank you, while I stammered over the word normally. <laughs> It always comes off awkwardly, so I usually end up trying to say something nice in return. Which is hard when you don't know the person. <laughs> I like your uh, I like your style. Thanks, I like your style. Thanks. You know, even though I just met you, it's been great meeting you. Yeah. Since I hadn't really seen much of Lil's work, I couldn't tell her I thought she was an amazing seamstress. I can't wait to see what type of costume you have in store for me. <laughs> uh, I began to turn red and mustered out the word thanks, and then we just stared at each other in awkward silence. What do I say? You measured me well. 
That's not exactly something you compliment someone on. I could say, you talk faster than anyone I've ever met. That also seemed like a less than stellar compliment. Seems kind of rude. It does. Kind of like a backhanded compliment. Just when the silence had become unbearable, at least for me, she added, How did you come up with that illusion? Family secret, I responded. I pulled it out of my vagina. <laughs> pulled out of my ass. <laughs> vagina. <laughs> Just going with vagina right there. I responded, relieved that the silence was broken, but worried that she was beginning to pry. I had learned early on that questions led to vague answers, and vague answers get people suspicious. I wanted to get her talking about herself again as fast as I could. I scanned the room. Rando semicolon. <laughs> there were a few mannequins scattered about sporting costumes in various stages of being made. Some were very bright, colorful, and beautiful. You make any of these? I asked, gesturing around the room. She looked around and then nodded, pointing at a couple of the costumes. Wait, our costume... There are costumes in there that aren't of her own making? Does she share the space with someone? I have no idea. I don't know what the fuck is going on anymore. I kind of lost interest in, like, words. Uh, it's just a blank space. I forgot everything. Who are we talking to? Wh <laughs> where am I? What year is it? This isn't my house. This isn't my beautiful wife. No. The, the one closest to us was a beautiful black dress decked out in a ruffled tulle under skirts of different colors and varying lengths. We don't get to know what those colors were. No. The top had an incredible angular collar that stood up and away from the body. Okay, I'm gonna say the colors. It's gonna be brown and a poopy green. <laughs> <laughs> when you don't say what it is, I get to make it up. <laughs> it, I'd never seen anything like it. It was amazing, but probably difficult to wear and almost definitely uncomfortable. I smiled and began to rave about how lovely it was. With its poopy green and brownness. <laughs> as nervous as I was, I probably would have raved about a dishcloth if that had been my only option. Wow, this dishcloth is so absorbent. Did you make it yourself? <laughs> no, it's a sham wow. Wow, I might have to get one. Wow. <laughs> sham wows honestly don't fucking work. They don't, but we're still not sponsored by no. <laughs> sham wow. Actually, I did get a sham wow to work once. Really? Yeah. What did you do to it? Just used it. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, it's like, I they advertise it that it can absorb so much water, but I didn't use it to absorb that much water. <laughs> it doesn't absorb like a whole tube eater of Coke. <laughs> but I really did love the dress. It got us off the subject of me, but not for long enough. Grass always comes back on top! <laughs> Once she thanked me for the kind words, she went straight back to asking me questions. So where are you from? No one's ever heard of you before. Most performers come from other shows, and so usually we don't meet completely new people. You just came out of nowhere. Like grass! <laughs> Bird shit me out. It all started when a bird was eating some grass, and then it ate the seed that I was in, and then it was flying over the city, and then it shat me out. It was my first ever performance. I won three Oscars for it. 
<laughs> Even though I've never been in a movie, I still won three Oscars. They're proudly in my apartment that I barely have furnished. They're sitting on the floor and supporting my couch. <laughs> I laughed a little before answering. Not nowhere, just Tennessee. <laughs> Are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only ten I see. <laughs> Sorry, Drew. <laughs> Can I do this one? <laughs> what if I did my Ted Bundy voice? <laughs> Hold on. Oh, I forgot my Ted Bundy voice. Hold on, I forgot for a second. Whoa. I have to practice. I have to practice a little. Okay, this is gonna be the voice that I'm gonna use for this part of this. Max slowly walked up the door of the fitting room. He could hear Lil chattering away, mostly gossip, as usual. He raised his hand to knock on the door, but as he clutched his fingers together and balled up his hand to make a fist, the door opened just to crack like magic. It hadn't been closed all the way. Max could see Zayd standing in nothing but her lace underwear and bra as Lil pulled a measuring tape around her narrow waist. And then he why threw sound, up. Why does it sound like more like Roger Rabbit? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like Roger Rabbit in my head. Her pieces were black and nude with lace trim and the panties, which are a high waist cut. <laughs> I call shenanigans. No man knows what they're talking about. No, <laughs> they really don't. <laughs> High-waisted is just gonna literally be something that's, like, normal. Is there even such thing as low-rise underwear? Actually, there are. How do I know this? I work in the underwear department. Wait, wait, I'm looking it up. No, like, I've mostly seen them in pre-packaged, but, uh, Fruit of the Loom has low-rise briefs? It was either briefs or hipsters for ladies or men ladies um Zade's body nicely and showed off her curves and small waist penis penis <laughs> Lil made a note in her pad of the measurement and moved down to Zade's hips under the bright lights Zade's skin looked porcelain white she was beautiful. She wasn't supermodel hot, but there was something about her that just made her stand out. Her penis. That might be considered transphobic. Right, but... We don't mean it in that way. We don't mean it... <laughs> we don't mean it in that way. I always add penis to everything. <laughs> I do. I know you do, that's why I keep saying it. It's the penis that's hanging out of her belly button. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I was gonna say the penis that's growing out of her butt. <laughs> Wouldn't it just be a butt plug then? <laughs> it's growing the wrong way. <laughs> Matt couldn't quite put his finger on it, but she... There was something there. <laughs> I don't want to say penis. I don't want to say penis. I don't. I can't. But I want to. He tried to push the thoughts out of his head, but he didn't. But he didn't want to like her. He couldn't like her. Zaid was the enemy. His penis like. His penis poked out of his pants like a curious puppy. <laughs> I, I was so ready 
ready to say it. I was just waiting. He wanted to come out and say hello, but he couldn't. <laughs> so he smacked it like a dog that just peed on the carpet. <laughs> May have been a little bit jealous of the size of her penis. <laughs> it's coming out of her butt. Or her belly button. Yes. Maybe uh, both. Again, it's just I always add dicks to everything. It's growing out of her spine. <laughs> it's, a, it's a prehensile tail. That is a penis. <laughs> That's what it is. Yes. We figured it out. Again, this is this isn't a like, what the fuck is wrong with us? Like, I, I wouldn't even, like, I don't even think I would notice, like, what their actual genitalia was. <laughs> Yo, bro. They have dicks for fingers. <laughs> dicks for toes. Dick toes. Doze. Doze. Dingers. Dingers. Oh my god. God damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're sorry, guys. Um, he tried to repeat that to himself. He took a deep breath and kept telling himself that he should just turn and walk away. He forgot why he was even standing in front of the wardrobe door. He was fiercely jacking off. <laughs> Elevator dicking. Elevator dicking into the peanut butter jar that was used collectively by the whole circus. Yes. <laughs> Everyone was wondering why it tasted salty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sorry for that no. one. That was a good one. <laughs> it had something to do with Jade in her first day, but he couldn't remember anything beyond that now. Mac was not the kind of guy to just forget things, and it made him frustrated that looking at her seemed to do that to him. His penis was red with anger. It was crying. It was crying little drops of pre -cum. It was crying. It was crying. His penis is crying. <laughs> he needed to give it a hand hug <laughs> But that's why he had the peanut butter. Because <laughs> he couldn't very well walk around with his dick in his hand and have to explain to everyone that he was just trying to cheer his penis up. <laughs> So instead, he had a bottle of peanut butter in his uh, pants. More, maybe a flashlight. <laughs> no, it's just the peanut butter jar. And you know what? It's how it is. He has baggy enough pants where you can just like duct tape it. Nice. And just stick his dick in it. His dick <laughs> is just chilling in the peanut butter. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> He's still gonna put it back afterwards. <laughs> That's why it's salt. That's why we have the best peanut butter on the New Vegas Strip. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> God, there is something terribly wrong with us. Never trust in peanut butter in Las Vegas. Copy that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trust anything. No. Actually, can we go to Vegas sometime? Maybe. I don't know. Can, can we go on vacation? Please. Mm -hmm. I just want to go on a vacation. I don't want to go alone. I have mm. vacation time. I don't have any money. Neither do I. <laughs> Someday we might have more money. When I finally pay off my fucking medical bill, maybe. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> Duh, despite his frustration with himself, he still stood there, standing for a while. 
the whole time thinking he should just look away, but he couldn't seem to actually take his eyes off her. His penis couldn't look away either. His penis was, um, <laughs> his penis had wormed its way out of the peanut butter jar and was trying to poke out of his pants like a, again, like that little puppy. It was just, it's little, the little, little, little head was just like, <laughs> I'm thinking about the thing where, like, they're in a submarine and they... Oh, the... <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Monoscope or something? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. That's what I'm thinking of. Why did I instantaneously think of that weird fuzzy wriggle worm on a string? <laughs> it has googly eyes and everything. <laughs> I stand. <laughs> no, Mac has, has googly eyes on his dick. <laughs> Gives more human emotion. <laughs> <laughs> Googly eyes stay on during sex. All the time. Doesn't matter if it gets stuck up in the... Just gonna have to deal with the googly eye dick. Tad... Tad walked up and stood right behind Mac. Mac was so distracted by Zade that his own internal dialogue... And his own internal dialogue that he didn't notice Tad approaching. Tad looked through the crack in the door, looked at Mac and cracked a wide grin and crossed his arms. So much crack. They both have their dicks out. <laughs> Tad waited for a few moments to see if Mac was going to notice him or even stop staring at the mostly naked girl on the other side of the door. Isn't this sexual harassment? <laughs> Why have to get the sexual harassment, Panda? Finally, Ted decided that they might be that they might be there all night. They might. <laughs> they might be there all night if they if he just waited for Mac to turn around. To finally, so finally he poked at Mac's shoulders with his dick. <laughs> That's what I was gonna with say. his dick, <laughs> his penis sticks out. Startled, Mac whipped around and quickly looked to see who had just caught him peeping, like a then pervert. Then he fully clotheslined Tad with his dick. He fully quotes wine tail with his dick. <laughs> oh, well, he just got caught being a naughty peeping Tom. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I can't do the voice of ooh, ooh right now. He didn't say anything or show it, but secretly he was relieved that it was his best friend and not someone else that had caught him watching. Just call yourself a peeping Tom already, god fucking damn it. Damn it, man. Dad raised his eye an eyebrow and asked Mac, what he was doing? <laughs> Why does the Southern want to come out now? I don't know. I don't know what I want to do anymore. <laughs> he knew that if he said anything out loud that the girls would hear him. And he would never purposely embarrass Mac. Mac stood there speechless for a moment, contemplating his next best move, which was to probably put his dick back in his pants. <laughs> Quickly, he decided just to turn and start walking down the hallway. He knew Tad wanted to say something, and he knew that Tad would follow behind till they got out of earshot. Mac picked up the pace as every black work boot found in the floor with each step, creating ripples. It was like the T-Rex in Jurassic Park. <laughs> Tad, right behind him with a wide grin, his dick was still out and proud and red and angry. He chuckled quietly to himself. <laughs> The moment they were far enough away down the hall that the conversation wouldn't be heard, the quiet laughter erupted into actual loud laughter. Max stopped in his tracks and whirled to face Tad, glaring at him with a look that said, Careful, not in the mood. Ooh, ooh. 
You t- <laughs> you turning into a peeping Tom, Tadass, brazenly as he leaned forward against the wall. Shut it, Tad, before I put my dick somewhere where the sun don't shine. <laughs> Shut it, Tad, before I make my dick. Shut it for you. Ah! <laughs> oh, that sounds so bad! <laughs> Shut it, Tad, before I bring out the googly eye dick. And you know you can't resist the googly eye dick. We all know what happened that night at Little Caesars <laughs> when you got too drunk off of the punch. And then I just accidentally dropped my mac and cheese pizza on the floor and you went to grab it even though I was like, no, don't touch it, it's gross. My dick was in My dick was out there. It was for my dick. My dick likes to eat macaroni and cheese my pizza. My dick was in the macaroni and cheese pizza. It was a health hazard, but I, you know, I kind of get off on that sort of thing. It's like, it's like, what, it's like in the porno and, you know... They open the pizza box and his dick is in it, in the pizza. Like, you ruined a good pizza with dick. <laughs> I was gonna actually eat that pizza, bro. <laughs> we all know what you did that night, Tad. And I miss it every single day. I'm alone in my own bed. Tad, come back. Just, just the feeling of the macaroni and cheese pizza isn't the same as you, Tad. I can't get off a mac and cheese pizza anymore, Tad. I need you. We can be together. We can kick Zade out of the circus. Even though this isn't a circus, it's a magic show. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, my stomach hurts. Good thing you're inhalers right here. Uh. <laughs> Remember that time when we Paul and I made you laugh so hard <laughs> Max said, cheeks reddening in embarrassment, matching the shade of his dick. Tad grinned even wider. Why? Why were you staring at Zay? Tad was red rhetorically. Wait, Tad asked rhetorically. Is that even a rhetorical question? No, it's not. Tad asked while still chuckling to himself as he obviously knew exactly why. Cause I was jerking off, can you tell? <laughs> Mac looked Tad dead in the eye and moved his tongue around his gums before getting down on his knees. <laughs> he ground his teeth before responding, anger mounting in his words as he pulled down the zipper of Tad's pants. Contemplating not a killer and dispose of the body without getting caught. Keep it up, I'll be disposing of two bodies. Any other questions? I might, I, I might not dispose of your body fully, though. <laughs> <laughs> the sharp stare that followed was enough to shut Tad up as Mac went down on him. Tad had a piercing. He had a Prince Albert piercing. I really gotta say... <laughs> I've experienced that now. Oh! <laughs> and? <laughs> Primo. <laughs> it wasn't time to push the situation, so Tad finally wiped that smile from his face and eventually stopped laughing, letting Mac suck his dick. Mac huffed one last time before he finished him off. He stood up, leaving his dick out in the hallway before walking away, storming off down the hall. 
Ted chose not to continue to follow him. He was still trying to recover from his orgasm. Instead, he watched Mac round the bend until he drifted completely out of sight. He hated him going, but he loved watching him leave. Mm, that flat ass. <laughs> Are we sure it's that? Are we sure it's a flat ass? For some reason, Mac feels like someone who would have flat ass in my mind. <laughs> Why am I like this? I don't know. <laughs> What's up with Mac? Riley stopped in front of Tad and asked, it wasn't Riley the twink. Yeah. Oh god. Not noticing that Tad's dick was fully out. Riley stopped in front of Tad and asked with genuine concern, though even if he <laughs> sounded genuinely concerned, he was con he was kind of distracted by a, a Tad's long, softened dick. He could only wonder what it was like hot. It's just like, it looks like a gummy worm. <laughs> <laughs> he just plowed right into me. <laughs> no! And then told me I needed to watch it. I hadn't, seen, in my mouth. <laughs> I, I hadn't seen his dick that hard since the summer. Since last summer when we all went up canoeing. It was a magical night on Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> We're not, we're not even need a boat to go <laughs> We're not even making fun of this it's just because like I don't know, there's something genuinely funny about making everything sexual but not. <laughs> and then that line just hitting, it's like Tad shrugged and rolled his eyes. Just having a difficult time dealing with his feelings for me. Don't worry about a kid. It doesn't have anything to do with you. It has all to deal with me and my dick. <laughs> yes. Oh. oh boy, how long is this <laughs> Right? Chapter? How much long is this chapter? Oh my fucking god! Uh. Um, I had finally finished up wardrobe! My grass costume was astounding! Pretty sure every inch of me had been measured, and I knew Lil's entire life story! I could practically tell you anything about her, including what she had eaten for breakfast, and no, I'm not even joking about that one. I fucking hate this. I fucking hate this. She had scrambled eggs with cheese, turkey bacon, whole grain toast, and some homemade mango jelly. She had gotten all the ingredients fresh from a local farmer's market, which she recommended I go and try. Thanks. This never comes back. Mm -mm. With my mind on other things, like the sense that someone has their dick out because I have dick senses. It's like <laughs> my, spidey senses. My dick senses are tingling. My tail dick senses other dicks. My tail dick points. <laughs> it points out dicks that are hard. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me and you and all of us here? <laughs> dicks everywhere. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I waltzed out of wardrobe, not paying any attention to where I was walking. I still had my head turned, saying goodbye to Lil, when I collided into what one would most certainly call tall, dark, and handsome. He was exactly my type if my I ever had one. <laughs> was immediately erect. <laughs> I had crashed into him so hard that I started to tumble to the ground. Luckily, he apparently had cat-like reflexes and caught me in his arms. 
<laughs> he held me there for a moment, just long enough for me to look into his deep, sparkling eyes. You know, for everybody who says cat-like reflexes, they've obviously never seen a cat react to anything. <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm pretty sure I turned every shade of red imaginable. It resembled my di my tail dick. As I was already embarrassed by my clumsiness, and then just in awe of his handsome radiance, he pulled me up slowly and gingerly, even slightly tighter... Wait, even... He pulled me up slowly and gingerly, even slightly tighter into him before he placed me upright and back on solid ground. Wait, is he, like, much <clears throat> taller than her? I guess. He's gotta be, like, seven feet tall at yep, that point. Yep, he's seven feet tall. He's seven feet tall! He might be a Wendigo. <laughs> it's a Wendigo. <laughs> His long, spindly arms were digging right into my side, and I just felt so safe and secure by the glint of the teeth. The light on his giant yellowed teeth. <laughs> he looked absolutely radiant as he was about to plunge his fangs into my neck. Not that type of fang, not that type of creature. He was thoroughly just eating my neck. Mm -hmm. Trying to go in for the kill first so I would stop talking and narrating this the whole time while he's killing me. Oh no, here I'm dying slowly. Oh, I'm dead now. <laughs> You're still talking. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm dead. No, Why you're not. Why do I want to make a meme now? Like, hello, tall, dark, and handsome Wendigo screams and gets It's like the look who I got under the mistletoe. <laughs> the raccoon I have tried to, in my garage just growls and hisses at me. <laughs> look who I am, tramp. <laughs> look who's under the mistletoe. <laughs> oh, God. Bonjour, he said, smiling. <laughs> he didn't really say bonjour, he said hello, but I wanted to add a twist. I just stared at him. I didn't move. His arms were still around me, and our bodies were pressed closely together, and he laughed a little. Are you, as they say, okay? I suddenly realized that I hadn't moved or spoken as I felt cautious as I felt him cautiously release me from his grip, as if I might still tumble to the ground. Said, did no man ever. Nope. He'll just like, he'll let you go. Drop you. <laughs> Watch the fuck out. Me. Fucking noob. Get my level scrub. Just you to the ground. Oh god, now that you're standing up. Just slam. God, that reminds- okay, um, British show called Miranda. <laughs> so, um, it's created by Miranda Hart, and it stars her, and she's a very tall woman. <laughs> and, um, in the show she runs a joke shop with her friend who is very short. <laughs> and there are just gag moments where she will just literally entirely shove her friend out of the way. And it's like she's so short and she's so tall that it's funny and it works. It's great. <laughs> The American equivalent of it, it's also produced by Miranda Hart, is called a Call Me Cat. It's actually pretty good. It's about a woman who um, opened up her own cat cafe. It's pretty solid. Also, the dude that she's introducing is based off of a real life person, and I can't remember if it's based off of um, the dude who played Jasper in Twilight, or the lead singer of the Playboy Tees. I think it's the lead singer of the Plain White Tees who told me this one because I had to Google him. Yeah. And he was really ugly. No, yeah, like, it's, um, it's either one of those. I can't get it straight, but she based this off of that person, and it gets so uncomfortable. Because... He's supposed to be a contending love interest. 
And she actually liked him in real life, but he didn't like her back or something. Well, the the guy who played Jasper Cullen is married, isn't he? I think. I don't know how long he's been married, but... I want to Google that while I read this. Well, I'm looking through the lead singer of the Play Martins. Because I remember him being really ugly. I didn't think he was that ugly. He's not great to look at. He's not bad, but... <laughs> If I if I had to, I I would have to say that I would not. Can you Google it real quick? Just the link, like the connection. Like I really want to make sure. Like, is it okay? What's his name again? Tom Higginson. Maybe that is based. I can't remember now. <clears throat> Just type in like plain white tees, handbook for mortals, Laney Serum, something like that. Um. Oh gosh, yeah, sorry, uh, I'm, uh, yes, I'm, I'm, oh god, the ellipses just kind of runs off the page. I'm fine, I, I am fine, I am Zade. That sounds robotic. I am fine, I am Zade. <laughs> I am new around here. I was babbling and stumbling over every word that came out of my mouth. What was wrong with me? Get yourself together, grass! I just turned into a silly 14-year-old teenage... 14-year-old girl. He laughed again, and I noticed he had a sh guitar strap that ran around his torso. The electric guitar on his back peeked over his shoulder. I know who you are. I actually came up and talked to you right after your audition. I was one of the many fawning over you. Blech. Ew. I'm Jackson Millsap. <laughs> what an unfortunate fucking name! <laughs> he said, smiling broadly. His grin revealed two rows of perfect white teeth. All I processed was Jackson. Yes, you are. I mean, oh my god, why can't I form sentences that actually make any sense right now? The answer was ridiculous and even worse. He says we met before. I can't remember that. How would I have possibly forgotten someone so gorgeous? Shut the fuck up, Zade. I'm so sorry. I met so many people that day. I was overwhelmed. It was overwhelming. Jeez, I sound as ditzy as they come. What the hell is wrong with me? Why do we have so many internal thoughts going on suddenly? Jackson smiled again and his cheeks dimpled. He ran his fingers through his perfectly tussled dark chestnut hair. Yep, it's based off the leads in her from the 90s. Yeah, because Jackson ran off the Yep. So, yep, guys, there you have it. This is based off the lead singer of the Plain White Tees. And I realized that I was going weak in the knees whenever he smiled. Just remember that this is an author insert. Mm -hmm. And she actually managed the Plain White Tees, I think. They, he does have a wife, Jackson Rathbone, his wife. When they get married. 2013. Is it Delilah? No. Dang it! Was Delilah just a code name then? I really hope he got together with the actual chick from Hey There, Delilah. <laughs> Jackson Rathbone is in Twilight. Oh, you mean... You wanted me to answer if... Jasper Cullen was married, and I said he, I thought he was. Oh, I was talking about the other dude. Oh, well, not Jackson Rathborn. Jackson Rathborn is married, just to he, confirm. He's been married since before this book came out. Yes, that'd be awkward. That would be very awkward. That'd be so awkward. But now I can't remember his name suddenly. But who? Tom Higginson. Tom Higginson. Uh, says he has a kid. But no, um, yep, yeah, this is based off of Tom Higginson. Okay. 
Um. Oh boy, where was I? I wanted to keep talking to him, but the only lame question I could think of was to ask him what he did for the show. I wish I could come up, I could think of more clever banter then. So what do you do around here? Just, just ask what he do. Hopefully I would come up with something better while he was answering me. Even worse, I had a pretty good idea what he did, considering he had an electric guitar strapped to his back. Why it isn't in the orchestral pit, I don't know. I was fairly certain he was in the house band, which played live during the show. I bit my lower lip and waited for him to respond as if he was about to tell me the meaning of life. 42. Yes. I'm the band leader, singer, and guitar player for the house band, he responded. Just, thanks for telling us. Kind of what I thought, I smiled knowingly at the same time, frustrated at myself that I didn't ask if he was in the house band. If I did, what? <laughs> I just didn't ask myself if he was in that. You know, he was in the house band. I pointed to the neck of the guitar protruding over his right shoulder as I continued. The guitar sort of gives you away, and that's pretty cool, though. I play guitar as well. I blushed and fidgeted as I shifted my feet and played with the strand, played with strands of my hair. Sweet, a girl that can play, that's hot for sure. I'm not like other girls, I can play guitar. Mm. Can you get bonus, bonus points for that? I didn't know we were on a point system here, man. The comment could have come off jerkish, but the way he said it sounded kind of sweet. Does it though? No. I blushed again. Well, maybe we can jam together sometime, I offered, even though I felt silly using the word jam, especially, you know what, everyone uses the word jam. Right. My brother jams with his band. That's how they say it. Especially since I really do not know, do not know even how to jam as much as I know how to strum a few songs. You just play notes. Just play the notes, guys. I still hadn't thought of anything better to ask than when he interjected. I have my own band, too, where I sing and also play guitar and keyboards. Sometimes I'll even bang on the drums here or there. So he does everything? Yes. Okay. That's awesome. Actually, if it's not too forward, would you mind if I borrowed a guitar sometime? Asking... Is that logical to ask, like, anyone... Oh, yeah, can I... Yeah, my brother wouldn't do that. There is no confirmation that Tom Higginson is married. Okay. But I'm gonna be stuck on this for a moment, because... Well, I get that, like, she worked with musicians, but I also know musicians. Specifically, like, my brother plays guitar. He has... He's very protective of said guitar and everything, because... Shit, every... Guitars are expensive, strings are expensive. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're not... <clears throat> if you're Ryan, you're a chaos child. <laughs> he still has Link's penis. <laughs> give it back. <laughs> he wants to give it back, he just doesn't want to leave. No. <laughs> um, I guess... Oh, that's awesome, actually. If it's not too forward, would you mind if I borrowed a guitar sometime? I asked sweetly. I could have probably said something more profound about how cool it was, him being able to play multiple interest, instruments and my head started to flood with all other questions I could have asked about his original band. What kind of music was it? Who else was in the band? Where do they play? God, this is fucking boring. The list went on and on, but if I was going to jam with him, I should probably try to hone my skills. Plus, my guitar wasn't very nice, not even a little bit. You don't need to have a nice instrument. I would be embarrassed to even bring it into the theater. Doesn't matter how your guitar looks, doesn't matter how your instrument looks. Honestly, the older you're... Like, there are people who take really good care of their instruments. Mm -hmm. 
this to me just sounds like you haven't taken care of it. Yeah. You haven't taken the time to clean it. You haven't taken the time to do anything to like, I don't know, improve it. Some people don't mind the battered look that some of them have, mm -hmm. which I get, but that's more for like acoustic guitars. I think uh, Billy Joe Armstrong used the same guitar for 20 years. Yeah, he probably takes super good care of it because it's his instrument. Um, like another example that I can think of is um, you know the, it was the Latina singer um, Selena. Mm -hmm. Uh, we all know why she's famous. So she was murdered by a obsessed fan. Uh, they uh have her microphone on display. I can't remember which museum. I can't remember all the details, but I just remember with her microphone. They talked about how she would clean it after every single performance and she'd always get like a bunch of lipstick on it and yeah. they actually have like they didn't clean the instrument they just kept it the way it was because she never had the chance to clean it after her last performance because she was unfortunately murdered yeah and they have like again like they talk about how she took care of it that was her instrument it was her thing and you can now just see it with like just her bright red lipstick on it and that's like you can tell it's like she really put all that effort into it but she also took really good care of it yeah and i don't know it just again like i know we have so many things to complain about this book but it's like this is just a thing that kind of like it doesn't matter the specific conditions of your like tools to create art like yeah if it's broken it's broken but you can always fix it somehow mm-hmm it's like it doesn't have to look good i don't think anyone's going to the only people that'll make fun of you for how your instruments or whatever looks are pretentious assholes who spend their spend other people's money on their stuff yeah that's it okay. um uh plus Jackson smiled and nodded. I keep a spare acoustic in my dressing room. Nothing fancy, but it'll play. Feel free to borrow it anytime, which I find unbelievable. Right. No one just has a spare guitar. And there are, like, certain sizes. Yeah. 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 And then it's like, yeah, I get, like, people can have, like, secondary guitars and stuff, but it's never just a spare. No. Never feels like just a spare. I'm pretty sure I would have been happy to stand there talking to him all day, but I figured he had actual work things to do, and though I wasn't quite sure what I was supposed to be doing next, I'm fairly certain there was something I was probably already late for. Ugh, that just sounds like you have no fucking clue what you're doing. No. It also sounds like they just have terrible directional management here. Yeah. Yeah. Or she's just completely oblivious and stupid and doesn't really pay attention to anything. Obviously, she doesn't pay attention to anything but herself, as yep. explained in the whole thing where she didn't even listen to Lil talk. She just kind of phased her out, which I can. And stared at herself. In the mirror and was thinking more about, like, I wish I could change certain parts of myself. And it's like, did we really need this moment? It's like, we had that moment, and then we had just that whole thing with Mac thinking, oh, she's so hot, and practically drooling over her. Yeah. And I just like, fuck off. It's only to you know, start what will be this unnecessary romance. Yep. I started to thank him in advance for letting me borrow the guitar and promised to take good care of it when I did. I was getting around to the goodbye part of the conversation when he suddenly jumped to explain that he had come looking for me. 
The reason I'm here is, well, you don't know where anything is, do you? Jackson raised his eyebrow with a smirk on his face. He knew my answer as well as I did. No, actually, I don't. Today's my first official day, and so far I've just been measured and fitted in and fitted in wardrobe. I was told to come here, but now that I think about it, I wasn't told what I should do after this, I explained, though not defensively. Again, sounds like you have terrible directional management here. Mm -hmm. It sounds like... While, like... Okay, I'll buy it. This is, like, your first official day working here. There should have been days leading up to this, where you come in, you look over things... There should have been days where you just came into practice. Yeah. Instead of, oh, this is like my first day here. No, I'm just gonna like... It's like, if you're gonna incorporate this into the show as soon as possible, you should have spent the week practicing. You should have spent the week getting your wardrobe finished. You should have spent the week knowing the ups and downs of the theater. I mean, there would just be a whole week dedicated to tech performances so we could be ready. Again, like... I don't know. This is someone who's managed bands and shit. I don't know if she's managed, like, giant shows or anything. I'm talking about in high school. I know. Oh. So if there had to be a whole week just for tech to be ready for high school production. I mean, I get with some instances they're, like, they are super crunched down on time. But still. But, you know, there's also pretty much from the time a band gets to a venue to when they open they're doing work. Yeah. Um. Uh. He laughed a little. Yeah, I was sent here to grab you. I volunteered to give you the pretty new girl the nickel tour and introduce you to everyone. Didn't she already meet everyone? I thought so. I thought she met like 200 people on there. Yeah. I don't- I'm slowly losing my fire! Just because this makes me lose my fire, also I had to adjust myself because my ankle is killing me a little. Because my ankle does that, because I have a bad ankle. Do you just want me to finish? Do you want to take it from here? Yeah. I was doing somersaults in my head. He thought I was pretty. Fuck off. <laughs> I tried to remain calm and collected on the outside, though. Must pretend to be cool. I kept repeating in my head. Oh, that's really kind of you. Thank you. He put his he put out his arm like guys do on dates sometimes when they want to be sweet. No. It's a jolly holiday with Mary. <laughs> that's all that came to mind. Also, this is the next chapter. We're not reading no. it, but this is the next chapter. I only find the romantic gesture of a guy sticking his whole entire arm up my ass. <laughs> That's, That's why you need the infinity gauntlet dildo, Saya. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so glad that I came that I came in here to read and that's just what I started off with. <laughs> strong strong entrance. St strong stage entrance, Saya. It's my weakness for me when a guy does it. It makes me feel special somehow. Oh fuck off. You can be found you'd feel special if someone slapped your ass. And just your ass, but you didn't see them slap anyone else's ass. <laughs> Even though that's sexual harassment, still, you would. 
damn, you're gonna have to tell Megan to stop sexually harassing me. It's welcome on your part, you oh. dipshit. <laughs> Maybe because it's always done to princesses and debutantes in old movies and it just feels so romantic. Shall we, he cooed. I was just about to link my arm with his when I realized that I had forgotten my phone in the wardrobe room. I was about to ruin what was a perfect moment. You can just say, I forgot my fucking phone, I'm an idiot. This does nothing. No. no. I was about to... Uh, oh, hang on, I need to run back into wardrobe. I left my phone, let me grab it, and then we can start the magical tour. I was embarrassed that I had forgotten it, and I tried to sound cute by calling what we were about to do the magical tour. I wasn't sure if I came off cute or silly for it. No, you just sound fucking stupid. I don't know what's going on. He didn't seem annoyed at all and shrugged as he responded. Sure, I'll be right here waiting for you. Waiting for you. For me. <laughs> for you. <laughs> he emphasized the words right here and waiting for you. I giggled like a schoolgirl. At least I got his reference and joke. Gotta be cool points for that. I don't get this. It's a song. Fuck off, Zaid. I made sure to say thanks, Richard Marks. That's who sings the song. Cool. Before darting back into wardrobe. Unfortunately, that meant that I had that song stuck in my head. And it made me wonder if that comment meant he was actually a fan of Richard Marks. Still fuck off. I grabbed my cell phone off the counter. Luckily, Lil was preoccupied with someone else talking their ear off. I picked it up and waved, showing her I had just come back to retrieve my left cell phone. <laughs> Not the right one, though. No. She nodded before apologizing that she hadn't even realized it was there. No worries, I'll see you soon. I responded before quickly beelining it back out into the hallway where Jackson and his tour were both, as he promised, right there waiting for me. I'm okay. <laughs> I had been so scared about my decision to leave home and move to Las Vegas up until that very moment. A calm energy settled over me, and I knew I had made the right choice. I was supposed to be here, not back home. It was a great feeling. I was surrounded by new possibilities, and that's always the best part of any change. Knowing you have possibilities and getting to see where those possibilities take you. How many times can we say possibilities in one? Fuck you! Fuck you, <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck this book. <laughs> Fuck it. This book just gets worse. I'm just flipping off the book, guys. So, um, I know we only get out through, like, two chapters, um... Because we can't stop fucking around instead of reading We it. can't stop fucking around. 